more football talk on the Elks this week. Here's Morley Scott on the voice of the Edmonton Elks, 630 Chad. Joined this week on the Elks this week by my partner Dave Campbell. We're at uh, Commonwealth Stadium. We're down at uh, turf level, just out of the end zone uh, on the south side of yes. uh, Commonwealth, right outside the dressing room. We hope to be joined by uh, head coach and GM Chris Jones or another player coming up in the next half hour. Um, you, want, you want to know what's nice? What's nice remember, besides the weather? I remember this day last year, day before camp. And this black cloud was over because of all the labor stuff, and then oh, yeah. and then uh, seven teams went on strike. Of course, the Elks and, and St. Peter's couldn't because of labor laws. Then we had a CBA, and then we didn't have one. And then we fly to Winnipeg, wondering if we're going to do a game on the twenty seventh. And uh, eventually, it was okay. Oilers beat the Flames in Game Five. Connor McDavid scored in overtime. I yelled way too loud in my hotel room. Um, was hoping security wasn't going to come. But it, this is the first normal CFL season in four years. Yeah, and and. That's remarkable to me because I can't count last year as normal. It, it was disruption in the beginning, but it's just nice to nice to slide into a season, and you're just it's just from the word go. It's everything is just the way it should be. No black clouds today, that's for sure. No, just, uh, Alberta blue up above us here. Uh, we're in the shade, which is nice. Uh, it is not that hot yet, but uh, 19 degrees now. It's going up. It's going to be like 27, 28 today. So uh, players who are, especially those guys, come from the south, they'll uh, they'll feel a little happy. It'd be cool for them. 27, 28 well, degrees. We'll, we'll see. There's like- still going to be. What amazes me, Dave, is uh, it's going to be between like. 27 and 32 for the next four or five days, and there's going to be somebody out there wearing a hoodie under his uh, <laughs> under his jersey, right? Long sleeves and have the hood up. Man. This is cool. And we're yeah, like looking yeah, at them, yeah. and they're looking at us like we're weird. It's all relative, baby. It's, it's all relative, all indeed. Relative, indeed. Yeah. Uh, where's your interest level? What are you watching most as training camp begins tomorrow? Boy, when you're 4 and 14, there's a lot of areas you can go. Um, I, I think I'm looking at the defense. I think the offense should score points. You know, with what Taylor Cornelius has around him, if they don't score points, that's going to be really, really disappointing. I look at the defense last year, and yes, there were some injuries, but there were some players that were in that starting group that just didn't perform well enough, and they're no longer here. But they were dead last in 14 defensive categories last year. And that's not a Chris Jones-like number. Um, they gave up so many points and in, in so many, in, in a quick fashion, you know, like the game seemed to be under control. Then all of a sudden they give yep. up 10 points, 17 points. See every PC points. game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'd be interesting to see. I, I know you can't do this and all the games count, but you take out the three BC games. And I wonder where those stats would be, you know, mm-hmm. uh, if you take out the three worst games for every team, uh, and those were probably the BC games for the Elks, where everybody would rank. Uh, it still wasn't, no matter what that number would be, still wasn't good enough last year. And, and, you know, part of that was injuries. Part of that was, you know, finding the right guys. Part of that was everybody learning a new system, but uh, the key guys have been established. The system is ingrained now in them, and uh, guys guys are ready to take the next step. The, the, you know, I'm excited to see Niles Morgan for 18 instead of 6. Uh, you know, I'm excited yeah. to see Jim and Pelly for 18 instead of, you know, coming in and coming out, mm-hmm. right? Um, and the return of Aaron Grimes on the back end, uh, Lucius Purifoy, Ed Ganey returns. Uh, they got to figure out a couple spots in that defensive backfield. And we're dealt a blow with the retirement, or, or I guess maybe the temporary retirement of uh, Donovan Olamba, who was uh, a pretty good guy uh, in the two games he played at the end of the year. Well, and this this individual... 
has just been soaking up Edmonton ever since he arrived in Edmonton. <laughs> I mean, the video that the Elks shot of one Mr. Eugene Lewis, who is now a member of your Edmonton Elks. Gino! Oh. Okay, try that again. Hello? There yes. we go. <laughs> this is a first meeting, so we'll introduce yeah. ourselves. I'm Morley. That's Dave. We do the radio broadcast. Yes. Well, welcome to Edmonton, man. How I are you? I appreciate it, man. I'm doing awesome. I thank you guys for uh, for embracing me. You have you are just soaking in Edmonton. <laughs> I mean, I, we see the videos on 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 the Elks uh, social media platforms, yeah. and you're. You just love this city so yeah. far. <laughs> I embrace it, man. Um, anytime, any, anywhere, when I come to a place, um, I love seeing the scenery. I love seeing the people, the community. Um, and, you know, just adjusting to it and just getting used to, you know, the new surroundings. And um, it's been beautiful so far. Uh, tell me about your tour around. I mean, uh, not often you uh, tour around a new city in your full gear and helmet and everything. Those pictures look pretty cool, though. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, we had we had really had a great session, um, and we were talking to people on the streets and stuff like that. They were coming up to us, um, and you could just tell like this city they just want us to win. That's that's really that's really what they want. They just want to come, be able to come to the games and enjoy it and and, and really just get the excitement that they need. Tell me about coming here. Uh, it was back in February. You made the decision at free agency time. Why Edmonton? Um, the situation. Um, I think the coaches and things like that, the relationship that I built with them, you know, during the free agency and things like that, um, you know, the, 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 the plans that they had for me, um, you know, how they looked at me as a person, as a player, um, and things like that and, and what my worth was. Um, and, you know, they didn't play around with it. And, um, I was just very grateful for, for them to just really see me the way they see me. You know what I mean? Um, just, just, it just goes to show that, you know, when you really work hard and, and you don't quit and you go through adversity and things like that, um, if you just stick to it, man, stick to the path, stick to the plan, um, you know, it pays off. What do you know about Taylor Cornelius and what have you learned about Taylor Cornelius, who's going to be obviously your quarterback uh, yeah. on, on a new team? It's for a receiver. I think it, 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 is there apprehension going to a team with a quarterback that's kind of new, kind not a rookie, but he was in his second year last year and still developing? Uh, you've had veteran quarterbacks your whole career, I think, in Montreal for the most part. Well, I guess early on you didn't, right? You had the, you had the revolving door going yeah, for a while, well, right? That's right. But when I was, but, in, <laughs> yeah, when I was in Montreal, I don't think I ever had a season where I had at least three to four quarterbacks yeah. each year. 2018, I had about 10 starting quarterbacks. Yeah, that's it was right. something yeah. crazy. Oh. Yeah, 2019. Yeah, my bad. I, so, I, I, and some were young, some were older guys, you know, things like that. But um, uh, it was kind of just TC, first off, the first thing I, I learned about him is that he went to Oklahoma State, and I went to Oklahoma. So that we oh. had we had, oh. we had, a, we had a, uh we had to make those differences. <laughs> you guys you know? had to build a bridge, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, listen, um, actually just watching him at towards the end of the season last year, um, he would really start putting it together, man. He's really like 6'5". He can make any throw on the field, um, you know what I mean, and he's a very smart guy. So our my, my, my thing is, and, you know, just a receiver, the, groups that, the group that we have is just to help him and, and make it easier for him. He doesn't have to throw perfect passes. He just puts it in a, the area that we are, and we're going to make the plays for him. About 150 yards from here last year. Yeah. Uh, t- <laughs> tell me about that. We were just talking about it earlier. Uh, what a catch that was down for a touchdown with yeah, the Alouettes. Yeah, man, the one hand, left hand, man. It was um, <laughs> uh, it was crazy. Um, so I- I'm the type of guy, you know, before the games and stuff like that. Like I, I, I kind of I'm at a very calm, and if if DBs and stuff tar- start chatting to me a little bit, I just tell them like, listen, man, your best opportunity is just to leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> leave me alone. And those guys, they was chatting at me last year, Ganey. I just actually I had a conversation with Ganey and stuff last night. 
we got to know each other a little bit more. And, uh, you know, he's a good dude, so we're going to compete each and every day in practice. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was just, you know, I work hard. I mean, those are the type of things that I work on in the offseason each and every day. I've been developing that since I was a kid. So it's just about, man, just how bad you want it, man, going out there and, and making the plays and giving the crowd something to, to woo and shout about. So, you know what I mean? That's, that's what I try to do. I remember the day you signed here. We had uh, the Zoom press conference, mm-hmm. and you talked about, I want to go to a place where all I think about is playing football. <laughs> yeah. And it's a credit to you, Gino, because of all the noise around yeah. the Alouettes, and you still performed. Yes, sir. And I think that's a credit to you, and yeah. that's a, a true pro. Uh, but tell me about stepping in. Well, this isn't an easy situation either with a team that hasn't won uh, very much uh, yeah. either at home or period. Yep. Um, but why how much does it mean to you to come to a place where you just play football? Yeah, man. So, like, I've always been an underdog in a, in a sense. You know what I mean? For me, like, when I first got to Montreal, we I was winning three games, four games. So, mm-hmm. it was like, it's I know I know the feeling of when you get somewhere and, and, and it's not where it needs to be. And I'm always the type of person where um, I love helping to build a team and bring them back to, you know, what it used to be or what it was. Um, I always feel like if you put the right guys together, you put the right coaches together, everybody's on the same page and everybody's playing for each other, uh, the sky's the limit and um you know the situation here is first off the facilities here are un- amazing. Um, it's t- it's night and day from what I know. You know my whole career in the CFL. My favorite tweet from you might be, "There's a basketball court at our facility." <laughs> Listen, if they would have told me about the basketball court, they might have got me even faster. I, I, didn't, I had no idea. Money, yeah. maybe. <laughs> I didn't even know about the basketball court. That 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 took my heart. Um, because you know I'm a real basketball guy. You know my whole family and everything like that. So, um, and and personally, like part of my game on the field is playing basketball. So like you know I I I, I kind of learned how to you know uh put the basketball and the football together and kind of make it all one um but you know just coming here so far man and just seeing everything and just the stadium and and, and you know the hot tub the cold tubs everything man is it's beautiful man and, and uh you can feel the excitement you can tell like just me talking to guys like everybody we all know like the mindset that we need to have it's just about you know having the leadership and 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 putting guys in the best position to be successful you haven't lived through and by the way if you want to see his excitement head to his instagram because he was taking his followers on a tour of the facilities and he <laughs> not chisel the smile the off last couple of days. uh you were uh how aware are players coming in and players on the outside of what's going on here on home field it's it's a it's been a long time since they won a game at home two straight years back to and the throwing covid and it's 2019 since they won here you were part of that last year with montreal uh a game maybe you shouldn't have won but you ended up winning uh, there's a lot of a lot of bad breaks like that for a lot of games at home what do you just give me your thoughts on uh, a home losing streak that's record setting and obviously mm-hmm. you want it to come to an end June yeah, 11th well, as fast as possible yeah. I'm going to tell you that's over but that's, that's going to be over after this year uh, you know I, I didn't come here to a lot of some people say like oh you came here just for the money and all that stuff no I didn't come here to, I seen the opportunity here I seen the potential that's here and uh, you know I want we want the fans to be able to come here each and every time and enjoy with their kids with their families and we're going to get them a show we want we want we want them to tell people their their friends and their families hey listen we got to come to an Edmonton Elks game they they're doing all type of crazy stuff so you know, for us, it's just about being disciplined, you know, as a team, you know, playing for each other, doing the right things and communicating. Um, I think that that's probably some of the things they probably had some issues with last year. Just because when you listen, when you lose, man, things get harder. It's, it's, it's when, when you lose, it, it goes from the players. It goes from to the up, uh, the upstairs office because 
this is a job. We all trying to feed our families. We're all trying to figure out how to be successful. So you have to understand that when you lose, things happen and things have to change and people are going to start asking questions. So um, when you win, it just makes everything easier. Everybody's happier. And, uh, you know, winning winning in this in this stadium is, is in, in packing this stadium to, to its fullest um, capacity is, is, is going to be the goal. Okay, before I let you go, you said you're a basketball guy. Give me your take on the NBA playoffs. Who's going to win? LeBron James, man. Come on. Oh. Listen, listen, a lot of guys. Listen, I just want to say this. LeBron James James is the only player, Steph Curry, KD, he'll never, <laughs> he will never lose if he's up 3-1 to anybody. And he's the only one that has done that, and he's the only one that has beat teams that had him, that when he was down, you know what I'm saying, 3-1. So, yeah. uh... Yeah, I got the I got the, I got LeBron James and the Lakers, man. It's been a great story cuz I think they were down like what, at least 10 points to Minnesota. Yes, in, yeah. in the qualifying. In the qualifying. And again, and then, came back. ever since then they caught fire. They yeah. caught fire. It's been so fun. As long as AD is healthy, That's then the it's, 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 it's the sky's limit for that team. Man. I got to get the coach to cancel those evening meetings during camp. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> hey, listen, man, right? I, I, yeah. listen, I told or, or learn how to hide your phone and watch t- it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I told them all, listen, I'm I'm I, I, I pride myself. I'm I'm the best CFO player that plays basketball in the in the league, man. You know what I'm saying? So I I really think we should really try to even get like a some type of charity event, things like that. Like we got to do something big, you know what I'm saying? You know, with the, with the whole basketball thing, because there's a lot of guys that like to play basketball, even a golf tournament, tennis. I like tennis too, so you know what I mean. Football yeah. players well, love basketball. It's always been. Yes. It, it's I don't know what it is, but over the years, it's 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 that case. Right? Yeah, they, yeah, honestly, in basketball, you can you can literally each position you can you can tell what each position in basketball would be in football. Yeah, like you can tell, like point, point guards point. usually are are the, you know some quarterbacks guys who are like small forwards or like some of your best tight ends and some of your best receivers and stuff like that. You can you can see people's skill sets from basketball. All right, uh, Gino Lewis uh, joining us. Thanks for your time, uh, Eugene. Appreciate it. You, you had a touchdown down there last year. Uh, when you score your first touchdown here this year, I promise I'm going to get more excited. For it. Okay? <laughs> All right, awesome, and, and Ed Gainey will high five you. <laughs> yes, he will. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to be high five for sure. Uh, thanks, Gino. Appreciate All right, it. Thanks, guys. Uh, Eugene Lewis, uh, new member of the Edmonton Ox. You're listening to the Ox this week on six. 30 chat. Now, more football talk on the Elks this week. Here's Morley Scott on the voice of the Edmonton Elks. 630 Chad. Great day here at Commonwealth Stadium. We've uh, talked with Jamin Pelle. We've talked with uh, Eugene Lewis. We're supposed to get the coach, Dave, but uh, as you might expect, he's busy. He's got. A, he's in a few meetings, but uh, our pal Hernan Salas uh, from the Elks Media Department is trying to pull him out of a meeting right now. So uh, hopefully we'll get a, a chance to spend a couple of minutes with him before we're uh, off the air at the top of the clock. Uh, uh, no practice today. They're on the field tomorrow for the first time. Some guys are going home later today, though, Dave. Yeah, it's the uh, first cut-down day of camp, and they, they've changed uh, kind of the format of when you cut players down, uh, they got to get down to 85 players. That include that doesn't include the draft picks from this year or any uh, territorial exemptions. Um, and Chris Jones said yesterday that likely it's 15 guys that have to go. And the thing too is that, like they don't have a lot of injuries right now. They were blessed in rookie camp to to, to kind of go with the full complement of you know 70, 71 players. So uh, and then <laughs> stay one tomorrow. And then on Monday, there's another cut down. They have to cut down to 75 players, uh, not including the draft picks and the and the territorial exemptions. So it's uh, it's busy. And then, oh, hey, on the 22nd, Victoria Day in Calgary, they play a game. And then five days later, they play at home to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, and then they have an open week where they, they don't play a game. Uh, so it's, uh, it's, it's going to be fast. And for me... I think Chris Jones and the coaching staff got to find a way to make sure that they don't overtax the players. Because, you know, you want to do two-a-days. They do back-to-back practices, so they call it a two-a-day. 
uh, how many of those can you realistically do, right? So we'll we'll see. Well, we'll ask him soon, I think. Yeah, just so you know, it is uh, going to be uh, 27 degrees tomorrow, 28 degrees Monday, 26 degrees Tuesday. So uh, it's going to be great weather to come down and watch training camp if uh, your uh, employment uh, so allows you to, <laughs> or if you take vacation days. I know my employer allows me to come and watch, so uh, that's always good. It's a good thing. Uh, 9 o'clock to noon, basically, yeah. all week next week. And check the Elks website because that can change on a dime. Uh, you know, might end early or start late or w- whatever the case may be on a few days. But that's the situation. So come on down and, and uh, soak up some sun and soak up some football here at Commonwealth Stadium as the Elks get set to uh, to open up training camp tomorrow. As Dave mentioned, first preseason game uh, a week from Monday, the 22nd in Calgary, then home to the, uh, the Blue Bombers after that. And then June 11th will be day one of the regular season with the Saskatchewan Roughriders here. Sunday games. This year, yeah. a lot of them. Uh, five o'clock start on Sunday. I'm looking forward to seeing kind of what the atmosphere is uh, of that a little bit. Let's allow people, if you go away for the weekend, to get home for the game. Yeah. Kids can come to the game because it's not that late. So uh, it, it uh, should be cool. There's going to be a 5 o'clock Sunday game, 5 o'clock our time every week somewhere in the Canadian Football League. I think it's, uh, well, I don't know how well it's going to go, but I think Until I, I want to try. season starts. Yes, that's yeah. right. I, I, I want to see how it goes. I mean, in the summertime, I think it's good to have another day to, to play a game, right? So you have games playing over four days and then, you know, and when it comes to the fall. You know, we'll, I haven't looked that far, but it's really cool. Here's, here's, okay, without further ado, the uh, head coach, GM of the Edmonton Elks. Going to spend the last uh, four or five minutes of the show with uh, Chris Jones. Thanks for coming out, Chris. Appreciate it. Uh, it's pretty quiet here right now. It's a beautiful sight out here, but it's going to start hopping tomorrow. Are you excited about getting things rolling tomorrow? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've just been in meetings since about 5 o'clock this morning, you know, trying to make sure we've got what we need and look forward to getting these guys back in, get their medicals done. Hopefully all that goes well, and then we can get them on the field and get rolling. How's year two back different from year one for you? Well, I mean, uh, we we know our guys you know we know who our quarter quarterback room is we know you know a lot of our our core veterans who they are that type thing so it's a little bit more of a comfort zone knowing and then we can concentrate on uh, looking at the rookies and how they compare to the guys and it's gonna be a very competitive camp do you feel uh, as as much talent as you have that you have the and like you say you have a leadership core you have the right people that can project what you want out of their out of the football team. You know that you've got the the guys with the right attitude. Yeah, I mean, if especially if rookie camps, uh, you know, is a is an answer to that. I mean, we had a very competitive rookie camp, and there were a lot of guys that uh, they know how to go get the football. They know how to get after the quarterback, and that's that's very important, you know, and a lot of speed out there. This is a big year for Taylor Cornelius, correct? I mean, uh, it's kind of the year, and you've talked about it a lot. The third year is where guys take a step, and he's got to take a step this year. Uh, you've given him the weapons, and now he's just got to go and work. Yeah, I mean, again, you you look at all the, the quarterbacks that have, have been in the league, the biggest majority of them, that third year is where they see the biggest numerical jump. And certainly uh, if we do that, play great defense and, and can play uh, solid special teams, it gives us a chance to compete every week. We just spoke with uh, Eugene Lewis, and it's hard for someone to step in you know, day one and be a leader, but I think he can do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he's very impressive. I mean, he's yeah. he's a guy. He's you know tremendously high character, and uh, you know he's uh, he's a guy that's very confident, and he, he he loves what he's seen so far. I mean, he's he's like, man, you practice fast, and and we're in and out, and get a lot of reps, and so he's. Uh, but we're excited about certainly getting him in our uniform. Tell me, uh, considering you have a game 
right away in about, what, nine days from now. Then you play again five days after that. Then your preseason done. is done. <laughs> uh, how do you schedule around that? It's tough. I mean, again, it's one of those uh, things where we've got to have kind of plans made prior. And, uh, you know, certainly the, the rookies have to come in and make an impression right away. Mm-hmm. The first game, I mean, we're going to play most of our, our young guys to, uh, to put them under the lights and see exactly who we do have. Uh, then, of course, we're going to go into the second game four or five days later, and so got a big break afterwards, so we're going to play uh, you know, the older guys at that time. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what we uh, intend on doing this, uh, this uh, preseason. I know from being around you for a few years, Chris, you love this time of year, so uh, enjoy <laughs> it. Good luck as you get things started tomorrow. Thanks for Thank you much, time. man. Appreciate right. y'all having me. All right. Thanks, uh, that is the Elks head coach and general manager, Chris Jones, joining us here. Uh, that'll wrap up the Elks this week for this week, live from Commonwealth Stadium. If you're just joining us and you missed some of it. The uh, podcast will be up later on today. Uh, Elks are on the field tomorrow, 9 a.m. start time. Uh, it's open to the uh, it's open to fans, so come on down and watch. It's going to be a beautiful day. Uh, going to be a beautiful week for uh, for playing some football. So uh, that is going to be uh, terrific. Uh, this this is the last Saturday show. It Back is on Mondays, June fifth. We'll, we'll be talking to you from the from from here and giving you coverage all week long on uh, Six Church Head lead up to the big game. Thanks, Dave. Can't wait. Thank you. All right. uh, That's it for this week. My name is Morley Scott for Dave Campbell. Thanks for joining us on the Elks this week.